The Islanders' disappointing season is over and it ended in an appropriate way with the team blowing a 3-1 third period lead. We break down the final game of the season and take a look at what should be an interesting and pivotal offseason for the New York Islanders. All that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe something you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to send us an email. The email address, as always, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. Uh, and, of course, you could follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles. You could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars. NYR vs. NYI will keep you up to date with all the latest news and notes and everything concerning your New York Islanders during this offseason from free agency to the draft, trade rumors and uh, contract negotiations, whatever's happening during the offseason, you'll hear it here on Locked on Islanders. So this difficult season for the New York Islanders came to a close Friday at the UBS Arena. And, you know, this game, this season finale against the Tampa Bay Lightning really was sort of the Islanders' season in microcosm. It began with a lot of hope uh, and optimism, and the Islanders led just 32 seconds into the game, had a 3-1 to lead after two periods, after the Pajot goal early on. Kiefer Bello scored, Josh Bailey scored on the power play, and you thought, okay, 20 minutes left, the Islanders are going to end the season on a high note. Well, it didn't exactly work out that way. They end up giving up five goals in the third period uh, to a hungry Tampa Bay Lightning team, and they end up falling by a score of 6-4. to four. The only highlight, really, of the third period was what may be the very last goal in the career of Zdeno Chara. Uh, but overall, uh, a, a disappointing performance by the Islanders, and... 
one of those situations where it was defensive breakdowns, again, that ended up costing the Islanders this game. And the goals that they gave up, most of them were from very close to the net. Some defensive breakdowns, just the the hunger, the desire, the the ability to win those 50-50 puck battles, to pick up your man coming back. You know what it is? In a nutshell, the lack of attention to detail, especially on defense, ended up really hurting this Islanders team, and they end up on the losing end of the game. And you look at the final standings, the Islanders 37, 35, and 10. That's good for 84 points, uh, 16 points out of a playoff spot, or eight games back. You go back to the 0-8-3 stretch that was caused partially by the long road trip to start the season, mostly by the fact that they were playing without seven, eight, nine players in several games because of COVID. And you just have a situation where instead of going 0-8-3, if the Islanders would have gone, you know, 7-3-1, and during that stretch, or even if they were 500 during that stretch, let's say six and five, that would have put them within a couple of points of that last playoff spot and a healthy, uh, ready to go Islanders team probably does a little better than six and five in that situation. So overall, just, uh, a loss that doesn't sit well with Islanders fans. Yeah, there were some highlights. I mentioned the Zidane Chara goal, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about Big Z in a few minutes. Uh, having Kiefer Bellows score was definitely big. You wanted the power play to get a goal. They did that. But overall, you know, giving up the hat trick to Steven Stamkos can't say Ilya Sorokin was horrible, but I can't say he was great in that third period. You know, overall, just the kind of game, like the season, where you could say, okay, there were some good moments, there were some good things, but the disappointment and the bad taste that it leaves in your mouth when you look back at it sort of overtakes whatever positivity you had. Now, Ross Johnston, Sebastian Ajo, they were the scratches. So Robin Sallow was back out there on the ice for the Islanders to close out the season. And I'm sure he'll be back at Bridgeport to uh, to play the playoffs there for the Bridgeport Islanders, which start tomorrow or now today. Uh, Sallow only played 12 minutes and 18 seconds in this game. Noah Dobson had another assist, but... Again, a minus two. Josh Bailey had a goal, but he was a minus three. Uh, just, you know, for every good thing that this team seemingly got to do in this game, the bad just sort of overtook it. And that was, like I said, this season in microcosm. So it's over. The Islanders had a very difficult end to the season. Uh, 
really a lot of work. I mean, you, you look back at the end of the season and you, you just sort of say to yourself, wow, uh, they closed out with a lot of games and not a lot of time. And clearly, that was costly to the Islanders down the stretch. You saw them just look like a tired team late in the season. And no question about it. So 37, 35, and 10, 84 points, two games over NHL 500. Fifth place in the Metropolitan Division, but 16 points behind the Capitals for that final wild card spot in the East. A season that will forever be looked at as a disappointment. But uh, where do the Islanders go from here? We're going to start to discuss that on the show in the coming weeks and months. So we've got early rumors, uh, things about. Simeon Varlamov, Matthew Barzal to talk about. We'll talk about Big Z and his possible retirement. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and the start of the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, uh, once again, thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. Now for your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts take you right through the playoffs. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Let's turn to the rumor mill because, you know, that's always a thing. And here... Here are the rumors going on to Islanders with futures up in the air. Both of them have a year left on their respective contracts, but their future with the Islanders sort of a little bit of a question. Matthew Barzal asked before leaving, uh, cleaning out his locker room and heading out for the offseason about his future with the organization. And here's what Barzi had to say. This is home. This is where I want to be, where I want to win. I love my life here, the city, the fans. Our new rink is amazing. Love wearing blue and orange. Would love to sign long-term here. And he mentioned that he thinks it's great when a player spends their entire career with one organization. Now, would the Islanders love to sign Matthew Barzal to a... uh, Long-term extension, he has one year left on the three-year bridge deal that he signed a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I, I think the Islanders would love to. Barzi is coming off a bit of a disappointing season, as are many, many Islanders players. So the question now becomes, you know, 
could you get them now for a little bit less money than you might have been able to do last offseason? And certainly, I think, more, you know, it'll cost you less to sign Matthew Barzal now than it would if he goes out and has a very strong season next year. Barzi sounds willing, and to me, if I'm Lou Lamorello, and I want to maximize this team's future, and if I think Matthew Barzal is one of the pieces we're building around, and I think the Islanders do feel that way, then the time to sign Barzi to an extension is this offseason, when he's coming off a disappointing 59-point-in-73-game campaign, and he was a minus 15, which, by the way, uh, was the worst plus-minus for the Islanders all season. So, you know, to me, you, you strike while the iron is hot. He's in a good place mentally. He wants to stay with this team. Uh, maybe it's time for Lou Lamorello to, to think about signing him now. Meanwhile, uh, Semyon Varlamov basically uh, telling Kevin Kurz of The Athletic that he was relieved that he wasn't traded from the Islanders at the trade deadline. I remember uh, we mentioned on the show, Lou Lamorello had said that he spoke to some of those veterans on either expiring contracts or who were the subject of trade rumors, actually asked them if they wanted to be traded or if they wanted to stay. And Varley, who has a partial no-move clause, 16 teams that Varlamov has said he will not be traded to, that only leaves 15 other teams that he could be traded to. Uh, he said he wants to return again next season. Now, again, would it make sense for the Islanders to try to trade Varlamov, who is older, who has a year left on his contract? We know Ilya Sorokin is capable of being the starter. We know that Sorokin is in a position where, you know, he could play 55, 60 games if need be, and you bring in a less expensive backup to play 25, 30. Uh, the, the question is, will Lou Lamorello do that? He could probably save two, three million dollars, bring in a less expensive backup. If Jakob Skarik is ready and they feel he's ready, although I think he's still probably another year away, you could easily... Uh, save three, four million dollars against the cap by trading Varlamov and use that savings to bring in the puck-moving defenseman and or goal scorer that this team really needs. And look, let's face it, no matter how you slice it, puck-moving defenseman and goal scorer in reverse order, goal scorer first, puck-moving defenseman second, but those are two of the most expensive commodities in the NHL, other than maybe the third most expensive is your star goaltender. But right now, you know, to free up three, four million dollars in cap space by trading Varlamov, either to bring in one of those pieces or to be able to get the money to sign one of those pieces, I think it would make a heck of a lot of sense. And, you know, we'll see whether that's something that, uh, Lou Lamorello is willing to do this offseason. I know Lamorello doesn't want to leave the Islanders shorthanded at the goaltending position, but 
you know, sometimes you got to take a little bit of a chance and say, hey, if, if Sorokin gets hurt, we're, we, you know, we may be in trouble, but if he stays healthy, we'll have a great goaltender and the ability to do other things uh, to make ourselves a better hockey team. So we'll see what happens. As for Zdeno Chara, this may have been the final game of his career. Uh, 1,680 regular season NHL games. He was serenaded as he headed off the ice. The fans, the even the opposition was sort of, you know, paying its respects to Big Z. A bona fide Hall of Famer as soon as he's eligible. No question about that. And if this is the last game of his career, and it, it very well could be, here's a guy who is 45 years old. Uh, his career came full circle. Started with the Islanders back in 1997-98. Played four seasons for the Isles, then went on to Ottawa. Boston was sort of the place he'll be remembered for. He was the captain there. They won a Stanley Cup with him as their leader. And then the late stints in Washington and back to Long Island to finish it out. 209 career goals, including the last goal in the last minute of what may be his final game. 680 points and 2,085 penalty minutes, including 85 this year. Averaged 18 minutes, 44 seconds a game with the Islanders this year. Really carried himself with class. Did a good job of mentoring uh, Noah Dobson, which I think is something that really was a, a big contribution to the Islanders this year that isn't going to show up directly you know, on the back of Zdeno Char's hockey card or look like, okay, you, you, you look it up and, then, okay, yeah, that's what Zdeno Chara did, you know, for the Islanders. But at the same time, you, you really have to appreciate uh, that Zdeno Chara did that and really helped the Islanders out by mentoring Noah Dobson, and Robin Sallow, and, you know, Sebastian Ajo, and all of these young players, because, you know, he not just showed them things, and you saw so many times on the bench, uh, Zdeno Chara talking to Noah Dobson, pointing things out to him, encouraging him. Uh, but, but it also, you know, he leads by example. And that, there's something to be said for that. How do you handle yourself away from the rink? What do you do when you're on the bench? How do you study film of games? How do you prepare mentally and physically for a game? All of these things, seeing what a, a, a Hall of Famer who had the ability to play until he was 45 was able to accomplish, uh, that is a big deal for a player like uh like Noah Dobson and like Robin Sallow to learn from, and I think that's very, very important. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day, some final thoughts as we wrap up the regular season, and a lot more. More to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect snack to take with you on family vacations. Just throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so you're fueled for your summer adventures. 
The best part about Built Bars, they're healthy and delicious. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars are, and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Built Bar, you could eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Have you tried the Puffs yet? We're going crazy for the Puffs. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? And they have only 140 calories. Sign me up right now. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, but pack 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today is the 43rd birthday for former Islanders winger Jason Chimera. Chimera, a native of Edmonton, was drafted by his hometown team, the Oilers, in the fifth round back in 1997. Made his NHL debut in 2000-2001, playing one game for the Oilers, then went on to the Blue Jackets and Capitals before joining the Islanders for two years, 2016-17, and most of the 2017-18 season was a trade day deadline acquisition that year by the Anaheim Ducks. We look at one of Chimera's better games with the Islanders, December 27th, 2017, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. The Buffalo Sabres coming to town. Buffalo with Robin Lehner in goal and Yaroslav Halak, the netminder for the New York Islanders. After a scoreless period, number one, it was the Islanders getting on the board first. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jason Chimera, his second from Cal Clutterbuck and Casey Sezikis at 3.41 of the second. Islanders ahead 1-0. Midway through the period, though, uh, Zemgis uh, Gergensens ties it for Buffalo. His third, Jack Eichel and Marco Scandella with the assist. In the third, ex-Islander Kyle Oposo puts Buffalo in the lead. Evander Kane, the only assist in 11:33, but with a minute nine left in regulation, Josh Bailey ties it. John Tavares, the assist on Bailey's 11th at 18:51. We go to overtime, and in the extra session, Matthew Barzal wins it with his 13th. Josh Bailey and John Tavares with the assist. Islanders beat the Sabers by a score of three to two. Jason Chimera had one goal. And it was on his only shot on goal. He played eight minutes and 55 seconds in what was mostly a checking forward kind of a role. For his NHL career, Chimera played in 1,107 games. He had 106, 186 goals, 22 of them as an Islander. 415 points in 892 penalty minutes. Add 12 goals and 29 points in 71 postseason games. None of those were in an Islanders uniform. Jason Chimera, who is 43 today, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. So, the season is over. Hard to believe we started all the way back in October. It's been a wild ride, not always what we expected. But I'll tell you, this offseason is these the Islanders at a crossroads. And either this team tweaks and retools and adds an important piece or two, 
and goes back to being a Stanley Cup contender like they were the last two years when they went to the conference final? Or is this team going to be too old and not have enough goal scoring and not have enough goaltending depth? What What is it going to look at? Uh, what is it going to look like after the offseason is done? Important draft. No expansion draft this year, so we don't have to worry about losing a player to a new team. But... We have got a lot to look at. Will the Islanders be able to get the puck-moving defenseman and the goal scorer or two? Will players like Andy Green and Zdeno Chara be back? We will examine all of these questions. What are the futures of Matthew Barzal's contract situation, Anthony Bavillier long-term with this team? So many things that we have to think about. We will start in a day or two looking at every player who played for the Islanders this year, reviewing their season, looking ahead to the next season. Uh, we will go player by player and discuss what their future with the Islanders may be. We'll have all the latest rumors and everything that's going on this offseason here on the Locked on Islanders podcast. Thanks again for making Locked on Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on NHL. From first-round matchups to each Stanley Cup series, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.